0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of The Transparency Diary. I am your beloved host, JB Price, and thank you so much for tuning in and clicking on this episode. To my new listeners, welcome. I hope this word blesses your heart as it has blessed mine and many others who have listened before. So... I know you guys are probably listening and waiting for my announcement for Wednesday for this episode. However, I have changed my days to Mondays. So happy Monday, everyone. I think Monday is a better day because it just gives us the time to, you know, get into the mindset of our week. And start our week off right. Start our week off productive. Start our week off consistent. Because again, let me remind you guys, we are in formation for the 2020 vision. And I just think Mondays are the perfect day to launch. So every two weeks from today, on Monday, instead of Wednesday, I will be launching a new episode of the Transparency Diary. But I hope everyone so far is going into the next month we are in my favorite month i know i am black every day but in the month of february i am blackity black black (laughs) okay i saw a post that said i'm black every day but in black history month february that's our only month that we get we are blackity black black okay so yes you are into february and i hope you are hopeful for the rest of this year i hope you are encouraged I hope you are finding yourself in your footsteps to executing your 2020 vision and we are staying in formation okay so since i've been away i've been doing a lot of soul searching i've been doing a lot of digging deep and it kind of put me on this path of health healthiness this mentality of being healthy and that is the uh the title of this podcast episode it is health is wealth and I know when we think of health we think of like working out we think of eating healthy I don't think we really take time into recognizing that being healthy really means spiritually mentally emotionally and not just working out and feeding your body you know things that are nutritious so health is wealth you guys and this is the topic for today and i just have some some things that i want to share with you guys as to as far as my journey my personal journey with this health as wealth thing so i am currently on a quote unquote health fast i have been monitoring the music that i've been listening to i have been monitoring the relationships that i have been fostering i have been you know, I, I can't say that I've been watching what I eat every day because that's just not, I'm I'm sorry if you know me, I'm a foodie. I'm getting better, but <laughs> I love my food. So I'm working on that. I do fast now. Certain times of the day, I do fast. I don't eat breakfast. I wait until after lunch and I probably have like a snack, an apple or something like that. But as far as food, mm-mm y'all know I don't miss no meals okay I don't miss no meals if you know me you know I got snacks on deck and I'm always eating but everything else I have put myself on a fast because it's super 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 important to monitor what you're putting into yourself and I don't mean just food like I mean like your mental what music are you listening to what stuff are you watching on TV? What does your timeline on Instagram look like? Because we start to consume these things and we don't even realize it. But subconsciously, everything that is around us is affecting who we are, our moods, our mindset, our mentality. I know you guys have heard the saying before, if you hang around five doctors, you'll be the sixth one. If you hang around four millionaires, you'll be the fifth one. And I think that boils down to your influences. Who are you listening to? What are you listening to? What are you feeding yourself spiritually? And it's super, super important because those things really mold us. They mold who we are. Just like when you're in toxic environments, you become toxic. You know, you become a product of your environment when you are stuck in that type of surrounding. And we need to get that under control. We need to monitor the things that we are consuming that are becoming parts of our being. It's so important, so detrimental to the type of person that we are. It's so detrimental to our future and the legacy that we leave behind. And so relationships. I feel like we don't really... Pay attention to our relationships. And I'm, and I say this from experience because there was a point in time where everybody, now mind you, let me backtrack. For those who don't know, a part of my testimony, I was a troubled teen. I used to fight a lot. I was in a gang. I used to just, I used to be in the streets. And majority of that is because my mom was on drugs and, you know, I didn't, I wasn't stable. I didn't have a stable home. So, I was succumb to a lot of things outside in the world that influenced me. And I used to fight a lot. I thought I was such a tough guy and I really, really meant it. Like, I really meant, like, I. it was so crazy, like, to think back. But I also think about my surroundings. I had a lot of people encouraging me to be that type of person. A bunch of yes men. So when it comes down to relationships the most one of the most important relationships and there's three key points to this there are one one of the most important relationships that a person can have is a relationship with themselves and what does that look like you know what does a relationship with yourself look like i feel like from my own experience i have been in relationships and i'll use my dating experience as an example I, at one point in time, was a serial dater. And I realized when I was having a bad breakup, I would go and start dating immediately. I would start dating someone else. And that is such an unhealthy thing to do because I realized I did not take the time to get to know me. I did not get the time to reflect on certain patterns that I was carrying that I did not notice because I brought them to the next relationship and the next relationship and the next relationship until I finally got the chance to sit with myself and realize, hmm, these are some things, I have some traits about myself that I need to change. I have some healing that I need to do in order to have a healthy relationship. And I had to learn myself. I had to learn who is who is Jamaica? What is Jamaica like? You know, when your identity is attached to someone else's identity and that is the only makeup that you have you will get lost you will lose yourself and if if matter of fact you will never find yourself because how can we find ourselves when we have never really sat with ourselves to understand who we are as individuals who are we you know who are we outside of our job who are we outside of our friends who are we outside of our relationship who are we when we take the titles down and i didn't go through that until i actually left an abusive relationship with my son's father and i actually said to myself i'm no longer going to date not for not for a while i had a certain time period where i said i wasn't going to date i did jump from that relationship and i did start serial dating in that time frame but i came across a point in my life where i realized i was not healing i wasn't healing i wasn't whole i wasn't healing I wasn't addressing the things about myself that needed to be fixed and changed. I didn't know myself. I didn't know who I was. And it was like, anybody can just come and define me. And that is such a scary thing. For you to not know yourself enough to where you become consumed by anybody who comes around you. That is very, very dangerous. And you adapt to these people And it's so deep because I remember in middle school, and it takes me back to a middle school mindset when I remember I was so confused and I wanted to be liked. And I had a friend and whatever she liked, I liked. Her favorite color was pink. My favorite color was pink. She switched it to green. My favorite color is green now. So as adults, we tend to go through these phases where we are finding ourselves in other people but that's not really us it's us trying to find another identity to pick up because we have yet to figure out who we really are and it's super scary you know so your relationship with yourself is one of the most important relationships that you can have and it actually is a beautiful thing when you actually get to sit with yourself and say I like this I don't like this I'm not going to tolerate this. You get to set your standards. You get to set your boundaries. And it makes it a way to where nobody can come in and define you. No thing can define you. You define yourself. You know who you are. And you stand solid on who you are. And that's it. Because when you think about The world that we live in, it is so easy for us to get caught up in these facades, in these phases, in these bandwagon trends, in doing things that sometimes we don't even know why we're doing it. We just, oh, why do you like that? Oh, because I saw Cardi B, you know, with this hairstyle. Now I want this hairstyle, which is fine. But do you really know who you are? Do you really like these things? Or are you just being influenced by what you are seeing? And are the things you are being influenced by positive? Are they impacting your life in a positive way? And that is a really big question. And you have to become solidified with yourself and not dependent on anything or anyone else to complete you. And you have to be whole. You have to be whole. That way nobody or no outside source can dictate who you are, or how you feel, or how you move, or what you like. It's important. Even me, like I had to learn and accept myself for who I am, and in order to become strong in who I am as a woman, as a mother, it's it's just very important. You know, nobody can come in and change me at this point in time. I remember... Again, it was a time I used to hang around certain certain friends and, you know, I would change the way that I speak. You know, going into a Christian, be, you know, walk with Christ, there are certain things that God demands for me to change. I have to be a certain kind of woman, especially as a mentor, especially as a mom, especially as someone who knows the vision that God has put on my life and I know where I'm going. I have to be a hundred percent committed to that, which means when people who address the old me come about, I have to know I have to allow them to understand that this is me now, this is who I am, I know who I am, and i'm not I'm not doing the things that I used to do and example, cursing was one thing as a Christian woman, I have tried to stop cursing on uh, many occasions and I don't think I really took it seriously up until recently because it just was a part of me I've been cursing my whole life it is what it is I've always looked at cursing like oh it's not that bad until my toddler is repeating words that I'm saying and she's using them in a text as if an adult would say it so now I'm like oh my god somebody's looking at me and I'm negatively influencing my my child I'm I'm teaching her Sub you know, subconsciously teaching her and influencing her in some of the most important times of her life, some of the most impactful times of her life. She's repeating what I'm doing and what I'm saying. So I have to be serious about that. And my, I used to have friends come around, you know, I have friends from all different demographics and backgrounds. I have friends who are in the world still, I have Christian friends. I still, I have family members who are, you know, Christians. And I have family members who are in the world. Who a person is, I don't judge. I love you for your heart. What you do, I try to encourage. You know, if, if, if it's really extreme, I always try to encourage someone to do the, the better of themselves. To do the best things that they can do for themselves in their lives. But the cursing. I started noticing when... I'm around certain people, my vow to myself not to cursing is just like out the window. It's out the window. certain people come around as mother effortless and this b i and just filthy language, filthy filthy language and I couldn't figure out why is it that every time such a such come around i lose I lose my vocabulary and I'm a very educated woman I'm a very college degreed up woman so it's like I started noticing that every time certain people come around they're cursing now I'm cursing and the vow that I said to myself that I was going to stop doing I'm doing it now I'm backtracking now the progress that I made has gone out the window because someone else came around and now I'm mother effortless BI and I'm cursing every two words very unattractive of me so I had to realize it doesn't matter Who comes around? If this is what I'm doing and this is my walk, I should still maintain this degree of myself when these people come around. Nobody should be able to influence me in a manner outside of what I said that I am. So it's like a reminder. It's a very good reminder to know that this is who I am and I'm immovable. In this position, I'm immovable. You cannot influence me to be something that I'm not. You cannot influence me to be something like you because I know who I am. So, your relationship with yourself is extremely important. It is one of the most important relationships that you will ever have in this lifetime. Your relationship with yourself, and you need to get to know yourself. And now I'm to a point in my life where. Nobody can really come to me and and change me in a negative way. I look for inspiration in people. I pull the positive things out of someone. I get inspired by, you know, someone's positive attributes. I want to mimic that. I want to mimic the woman who is out here being virtuous, pouring into other women and handling situations like a boss, okay? I want to be like her. I want to pull from the positive attributes. So if you are going to be influenced, you need to make sure it is in a positive light and their value, their good value can add to your good value that you already possess. But in a negative way and in a way where it's confusion, you cannot allow outside sources to mold you to be someone that you're not or someone that, you know, someone that defines you. Do not let outside sources define who you are. So your relationship with yourself is very important. Your second relationship, that is also important, is your relationship with other people. What does that look like? Again, as I mentioned earlier, if you have five millionaire friends, you're going to be the sixth. If you have five gang banging friends, you might not be a gang banger right away, but. At some point in time, you're gonna pick up these gangbanger traits, as I did. These, these, these ratchet traits, you know. So it's very important that you check check your surroundings. I have personally been to myself for the last couple of months. I have a, mil- a, a, a not a million, but I have a lot of great, great women who I've met on my journey here in in Georgia. I really, I don't have friends from back home. I used to say I had friends from back home, but it comes a time where you outgrow certain things and you outgrow certain people and the people who used to know you tend not to respect who you're becoming. So for me, I've completely shed anybody who does not respect who I am today and what I'm the journey I'm walking into and the woman that I have become. If they do not respect that and they try to handle me as if I'm the old Jamaica from 2005, you got to go. And with that being said, I have come to Georgia and God has just blessed me so abundantly with a network of women, a support system, a sisterhood. I have so many women who I can call right now and they will pour into me. I can pour into them. They they pray for me. I've never had praying friends before before I moved to Georgia. You know, if I have a problem going on in my life, even something simple, I'm having a bad day because I got pulled over. I remember I got pulled over and it was so crazy because I was so upset that I got a ticket. The ticket was like four or five hundred dollars. And I was so upset. And I called one of my friends and she's like, Well, me, can I just pray pray with you? You know, let me just let me say, let me just pray with you really quick on the phone. And she prayed with me. And it was just so refreshing because I picked up the habit of praying for my friends through her. She showed me that and I do that for my other friends now. And it's been going on about five years now that, you know, I've met this young lady and me and her are super close, but she's taught me things like that. She's, she's influenced me in a good way to move forward and do what she did for me, for other people. And that is a blessing to my life. That's a blessing to my life. So who you hang around is very, very important as well. And that, goes, that also goes into, you know, your influences. Do you have yes-men as friends? Do you have friends who condone your current BS? Do you have friends who call you and they just call you for the tea? Do you have friends who just call you, you know, and are negative on you? You have something positive going on. They're just hating on you and you feel it. You feel it in your spirit when somebody is hating on you. You feel it. The first response of somebody hating is always the negative one before the positive one. And I want you guys to remember that because when we get off of this episode, I want you guys to do another fruit check and I want you guys to check your surroundings. What do your friends look like? What are your friends doing? How do you feel when you're around certain people? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel encouraged? Do you feel like the relationship between you and these people is helping you become a person, a better person? You need to do a fruit check and you need to, you need to cut off, prune the vines, prune the vines. We talked about fruit check in our last episode and it's time to do another fruit check. Prune the vines, cut the dead fruit, cut the dead vine. If you are hanging around people who are calling you for gossip, calling you to talk about people, calling you for the drama, the tea, the shade, calling you, you know, to be negative, you know, you're trying to elevate yourself. You're trying to take your, take your mindset to the next level. You're trying to take your life to the next level and they have nothing good to say about it. Cut them off cut them off if you have a relationship with a family member I don't care if it is a parent if you have a a parent a sister a brother a cousin a niece a nephew a neighbor I don't care who it is if you have someone people a person whoever in your life that is keeping a negative energy between the two of you they need to go okay and this is how serious I am I just recently changed my phone number I did not give my phone number to a lot of people. I did not. I did not give my family member to my number to family members. I did not give my phone number to old friends, co-workers, whatever. If I felt like any type of conversation I had with them was negative, I cut it off. It was an it's a no for me, dog. It it is. It's a no for me, dog, at this point. Because when you're serious about who you're becoming and you're serious about elevating your life and you're serious about being healthy spiritually, mentally, emotionally, you have to cut some people off. Sometimes you have to elevate and everybody can't go with you, which is okay. It's okay. That means that ex, that ex that you keep texting when you're bored, they got to go. They could be blocking you from your blessing of healing and blocking you from being able to walk into the arms of your spouse, of your husband, of your wife. You're blocking your blessings by holding on to some of these relationships. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I just recently, um, and this is on a real personal level that I'm gonna share with you guys, but it would not be the transparency diary if I was not transparent. I just recently... um, went through something at my job where I realized the drama that was happening at my job was because someone, a coworker that I considered a quote unquote friend that I've gotten to know in the year that I've been at this job. Um, I kept noticing my attitude when I go to work, I have an attitude with certain people because this person has told me something that they have said about me. And it's always like, "Girl, yeah, you know, such and such said this about your nails. Such and such said this about your hair. Such and such said this." And I started to internalize these things, and then I started realizing this person is making like the relationship that we have is for one negative, and I'm being negatively impacted in 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 my workspace because of a connection that I have that is not doing anything but bringing negativity I I was going to work and couldn't even enjoy my job because this this person has told me negative things about these other people that I'm working with and I had to cut it off and when I attempted to divert and you know move the friendship into another space a more positive space by telling this person hey do me a favor girl you know, I don't really care what somebody is saying about me. It's okay. You know, people talk. It's okay. You know, whatever opinions that these people have about me, about the way that I look, that's absolutely fine. I really, you know, just keep it to yourself. I really don't care. And when that didn't work, I just had to cut it off. I had to cut that off because at this point in time, it's a negative relationship. It's unhealthy. Quote, unquote, unhealthy. Unhealthy. And we cannot keep these attachments to, to these things and these people, these exes, the toxic parent, the narcissistic friend, you know, they gotta go because those relationships are not helping you. They're hurting you. They're adding stress to your life. They're adding negativity to yourself, to your life, everything, everything that you interact with either has a positive or a negative effect on your life. So what are you what are you producing from these relationships with other people? Your friends should be positive. Your friends should love on you. Your friends should exert you know the things in you that you want for yourself. They should be your friends should be a higher level up. And if they're not a higher level up, they should be on the same page as you on the way to the higher level up. You understand what I'm saying? Your friends should be able to pull you up. Your, your, whoever you talk to, your parent, your mom, your dad, they should be able to pull you up when you speak to them, when you encounter them. It should be a positive vibe. And granted, people have differences, arguments occur, and that's another, another fruit check. What do your arguments with certain people look like? Because when someone is upset with you, will show you exactly how they handle you and exactly how they feel about you and their level of intellect as well. Because I had a friend who's no longer a friend of mine. I watched her cuss everybody out when she was mad. If she was mad at you, you're getting cussed out. you all types of bees. You know, you might have a finger in your face. You might be hung up on just, you know, disrespectful stuff. Stuff that I deem disrespectful. So when it came down to us having a little disagreement, I got the same treatment. But for me, my self-worth and my value of setting my boundaries, I was able to say, nope, nope, this is negative. If this person can treat me like this in this one simple petty moment, then who? who what does a real big argument look like? If they can't handle small disagreements and, it's, and it becomes a disrespect thing, I think people can respectably argue. But if it comes to a point where you guys are doing low blows and you're saying stuff and throwing stuff in each other's face, now that becomes a trend for toxicity moving forward because the, the arguments get worse and worse and worse and worse. So you have to be careful about that too. And you have to also self-reflect on what are you bringing to the dynamic of these relationships? Because healthy people wanna be around other healthy people. So self reflection is definitely key to changing these certain traits about yourself as well. So when you move forward and you get around some people who are healthy, who are uplifting, you can reciprocate those same qualities to them and foster that healthy relationship versus sabotaging it with your traits. And your toxicity that you've brought into the relationship. And again, that falls back on the relationship with yourself. Healing. Going through a healing process. And getting the vision of what you want for yourself and what you want for your relationships. Do you want healthy relationships? I hope so. And do you have it in your mind what that really looks like? Because I personally used to be tired of, you know going back and forth with someone who I loved and I considered a friend and now it's just so much nastiness in between us so many nasty words have been said low blows now you stabbed I'm stabbed and it's no repair but you can't bring that to every relationship you were you will have a great loss of blessing by bringing those types of things into your relationships So not only do you need to have healthy relationships and healthy people around you, you need to be able to reciprocate that. You need to make sure you're in a position to where when God blesses you with these people and these things, you know what that looks like and you can receive it and you can give it back. That's very important for your life. I can't imagine if God blessed me with the bestest friend in the world, but I'm a piece of crap. And I've been asking him for the bestest friend in the world. God, I want this and a friend and that and a friend, da da, 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 And then I get what I prayed for, asked for, but I don't know how to receive it. So you have to prepare yourself to receive the things that you are asking for. You have to be the wife that you want for a good husband. You have to be the best friend to receive the best friend. You have to be the diligent hardworking worker to receive the job and the promotion that you're asking for so what do your relationships with other people look like and I'm not just saying friends I'm saying in all aspects with your family with your co-workers with your friends what does that look like what does that look like and um Yeah, I can go on about that for so long. But your relationship with other people and your relationship with yourself are very important. Get to know yourself. Get to know who you are so that you are not influenced by anybody. Okay? Inside, out. Know who you are inside and exert that outwardly. And stay solid and immovable. And who you are when it comes to being influenced by negative, negative outside sources. Your relationships with yourself is important. Your relationship with other people is important. Get you some people who are going to uplift you. Get you some people who are going to love on you. And encourage you to be your best self. And last but not least, the third and most It should have been first. I should have said this first, but I saved the best for last. The third and most important relationship in your life is your relationship with God. Your relationship with a higher power. Whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a Jew, whether you are a Christian. Some relationship with a higher power because we need guidance. We need guidance. We need to know the laws and the principles of what we're supposed to do here on our, on this earth and what our purpose is. And God for me is the reason why I have become all that I have become and am going where I am going and have grown thus far. I can't imagine my life without God, without Jesus, without going to church, without, you know, I can't, I I just can't, I can't imagine it and i really wasn't able to fully walk in who i am and who i'm becoming and and get closer to my being until i developed a relationship with god until i started chasing him and until i started abiding by the principles of the bible and it really has turned me into a better person i respond differently the anger that i used to harbor has gone away or not completely cuz you know i'm human now don't don't get me don't get me wrong now, don't get it confused. I still get angry like everybody else. I'm definitely human. But I'm able to manage the life trials and tribulations a lot easier than I would if I did not have a higher power, if I did not have a relationship with God. I, it's really scary because I was in such a dark place. I remember battling depression. I remember battling suicide. And I really know for a fact that... That the only things that kept me in those times was my relationship with God. My relationship with Christ. You know? So it's like, without God, we really are nothing. We really are nothing. We are nothing. I am nothing without God. I really am. And everything that I have become, I credit and I give the glory to him and I would not know what it... I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine going through some of the stuff. The fact that I've been sexually abused and I'm still able to go out and love on other women and help other women be delivered from their same similar situations that I've been through. My healing process. That is all God. I don't know how I would have been able to and people, you know, and it's so crazy because I have women who see me and they're like, oh my God, you're the girl, you're Dental Bay from Instagram. And they ask me questions. I had a young lady at my college not too long ago. She saw me and she said, hey, you're the Dental Bay girl. I said, I said, hey, yes. And you know, I'm very friendly. I show love to everyone who shows love to me. And I, I had a conversation with a young lady. And the one thing that she said to me was, she shared a part of her testimony. She said, "You know, I'm a I'm a a sexual abuse survivor as well, but I still struggle with it. How how do you how do you get to this place where you're at and you're sharing your testimony online and you're mentoring other young women and you're not broken by the things that you've been through?" And as cliché as it sounded, I had I told her, My relationship with God is the reason why I can stand before you today and tell my testimony without crying and give you tools to move forward and, you know, get your own healing without being broken. I'm able to stand upright in strength because I got my strength from my relationship with God. So whether, again, whether you believe in in Allah, Buddha, Hindu, whatever it is, your relationship with a higher power is extremely important and detrimental to your purpose, to your life and to who you're becoming. It is a, it is a, it is the focal piece because we don't, I know, I don't even know. I never knew who I was or who I wanted to be or my purpose. My purpose is greater than me. I can tell you what I think my purpose is, but truth be told, God always tells me when I say, oh, my purpose is to help other women and do this. And God will drop it in my spirit and say, no, baby, you don't even have a clue. You don't even have a clue as to how big your purpose really is. And when you have a purpose on your life, those other two factors those other two relationships the relationship with yourself and the relationship with your with your friends and your family and your outside people will fall in alignment because when you move forward in who God called you to be you have no choice you have no choice but to be a certain caliber of a person you have no choice but to stay connected to certain people my support system right now, my especially my Christian discipleship sisters and my, and my discipleship group couples and, you know, the ministry that I do in church, they hold me accountable every time. Every time. Every time somebody sees something that slightly doesn't even look like, like example, I was just so down on myself. I got a bad grade like two semesters ago. I got a bad grade and I was like, oh my God, I don't even know what I'm doing my mic messed up but yes I I was negatively talking to my to myself about a grade that I got and they were like no sis no you are the future dentist a grade is a grade take the class over you know what I'm saying my connections and they poured into me they gave me scripture all of that you know that falls in alignment with chasing God God will give you the tools that you need when it comes to putting the right people in your path to keep you on your path of purpose. He will bless you. He will bless your life with the friends and the sisterhood and the brotherhood that you need in order to be who he called you to be. He's going to give you those tools. The relationship with yourself, you will find yourself in the pages of the Bible. You will find yourself in the pages of your relationship as you get closer to God. You will find yourself again, that accountability piece. I'm a mentor for young girls. I go to different schools and I mentor young girls. I'm also a mentor, junior mentor for Adjust Your Crown Mentoring for um, college age and middle age adult young ladies. And that is something I know God has called me to do. That is something I know he's called me to be. I did not ask to be a mentor. I didn't think You know, at first that that was even something that was possible for me to do. Because, you know, you tend to think, oh my God, I'm not ready for that. I'm not a dentist yet, God. How am I going to mentor somebody? But God said, no, no, no. This is what you are. This is what I called you to be. Now walk in it. And he he has held me accountable. He has placed people in my life who held me, who hold me accountable for that. I can't go buck wild, crazy, you know, in the street. I can't post certain stuff because not because I don't, I, 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 that's what I want to do, but I don't want to do those things because I know who I am and what God has called me to do. And I see the bigger picture and the people that are around me are definitely not going to go for me being crazy because they see my, my vision as well. They see my vision as well. And they are accountability people. They are accountability partners. So get you around some people who are going to help you get closer to who God has called you to be. Get you around some people who are going to motivate you and push you forward and open your eyes to bigger goals and bigger things that you may feel like you, you can't even, you couldn't achieve, but you see it, you see somebody else around you doing it and now you're like, oh my God, I'm inspired to do this. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Get you around some people who are going to love on you and strengthen your relationship with God. Strengthen it. Strengthen your relationship with God. I go to church every Sunday and I really do not know um, the I'm telling y'all the days I don't go to, to Sunday service or at least stream it. I am a lost cause. Okay. The things that I'm usually not as irritable to, I'm completely irritable to when I don't go to church my kids can be running around and I'll be like losing my mind because I didn't go to church. But you know, when, when I go to church and I get that feed and I get that pouring in, it helps me, it helps me to be mindful of where I am and and how I should respond. And I'm a little more level headed to the fact that, you know, this is, I, I shouldn't respond in a negative way. This is not me. You understand what I'm saying? It's more of a, It's more of a a desire. It's a desire to do better and be better. So I encourage you guys to, you know, strengthen your relationship with God. Strengthen your relationships with your people that you have in your life. Strengthen your relationship with yourself. And allow those to be the foundation of propelling yourself forward to the next level. Yes, keep the formation, okay? Because health is wealth. Be mindful of the books you're reading, the content that you're reading. Be mindful of the relationships that you're harboring. Be mindful of the music. I don't even listen to secular music anymore. I I mean, I want to sometimes, but I can't. You know, listen to some things that are going to feed your spirit and your soul. And that is the word that I have for you guys. And I'm so glad you guys tuned in. And I hope you guys got blessed from this word because it was just on my heart to tell you guys. It was just on my heart to get this word out to you guys. I know this podcast, this particular podcast is actually longer than any podcast that I've ever put out and it just flowed that way. I really wasn't even timing. I really wasn't looking at the time. This is just, it just happened to be long this way because it was flowing out of me. But yes, Health is wealth. Get your mind right. Your body is spiritual. If you're in the gym, keep going to the gym. Keep just keep keep being positive. Keep pouring into yourself. Keep searching for you know the good things and everything. And whatever is bad, whatever bring negative negativity to your life, get rid of it. Cut the branch. Cut the vine. Prune it. Let it die. And detach yourself from it. Detach yourself from anything that is not helping you be healthy mentally spiritually emotionally whatever it is the ex-boyfriend stop texting the (laughs) ex-boyfriend okay i know somebody listened to this that's really mad i just said that stop texting the ex-boyfriend okay the ex-best friend who you keep arguing with every time y'all link up it's a problem or or it's short-lived because y'all it's always toxic between the two of you let her go love her at a distance let him go love him at a distance And love yourself first and love God. Okay, love God, love your higher power. But that is the word that I have for you guys. And I want to end this with condolences to Kobe Bryant and his daughter. And I want to say, you know, hug your loved ones, seriously, Hug hug your loved ones. Cherish every moment that you have on this great earth, hug your loved ones and Kobe Bryant and the Bryant family and the families of all the other victims affected. We are praying for them. Pray for them. And we are going to do our affirmation. And we are going to catch you next time on a Monday. Don't forget, two weeks from today, we will be dropping another episode on a Monday. Okay. So here's our affirmation I affirm. I am strong. I am powerful, I am growing every day, I am worthy, I am loved, and I know who I am. I affirm. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will catch you guys in two weeks on another Monday. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And don't forget, you can find me personally at dental.bay B-A-E-E, on Instagram. And you can catch up with the updates for this particular podcast at The Transparency Diary. It's spelled how it said, The Transparency Diary on Instagram. So catch you guys later. I hope you guys have a blessed week and enjoy. Mwah.